Hello and welcome to episode 235 of the Juicebox Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Omnipod, Dancing for Diabetes, and Dexcom. You can go to myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox, dancing the number four diabetes.com, or dexcom.com forward slash juicebox to find out more. There are also links in your show notes and at juiceboxpodcast.com. In this episode of the Juicebox Podcast, I'll be speaking with Tommy. Tommy's had type 1 diabetes for a year, maybe a little longer, and I got to record this with him while he was on his way home from his endocrinologist appointment with his mom. Tommy is 11 years old, and I think you're going to be pretty amazed when you listen to this conversation. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise, and to always consult a physician before making any changes to your medical plan or becoming bold with insulin. We're driving right now. Oh, so you're in the car? Not... Oh, that's... Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay. My name's Tommy, and I've I've been diagnosed for a year and a half right now, and I've um I've stayed steady and strong. I recently, very recently. Just got an A1C of about 6.0, um, and I feel pretty confident with that, but it wasn't as good as my last A1C. Uh, my last A1C was 5.7. How is your variability, though? Are you, you know, sometimes a lower A1C isn't better if your blood sugar is bouncing up and down. So are you, how are you doing with staying stable? Um, I'm staying stable, um, but in the mornings, in the mornings, I kind of spike up a little bit because, um, I eat cereal, but we figured out a way to kind of make that work. Cool. That's excellent. Do you, would you like to hear that? Well, hold on a second. Let me, I see you're excited, Tommy. I like that. Hold on a second. Let me ask you a couple questions though. Okay. So you said you were diagnosed about a year ago, but you're 11 years old. Yes. I'm 11 right now about to turn, uh, 12 in April 18th. No kidding. All right. Well, happy birthday. A little early. Um, okay. So let's think. Anybody else in your family have type 1 diabetes? Um, no. No one uh, actually had type 1 diabetes in my family. And we don't know how I got it, but I think we might run a test. Are other people thinking of like doing um, testing on them? Is it going to do trial net maybe? Um. I, I, we, we're, we might try, but I don't think so. Okay. It's no big deal. I was just wondering. So, okay. So nobody else had type one. You're the first one in the family to, uh, to get it. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Okay. And you say that now I got an email from you. Let me see if I can find it. And you said that your mom listens to the podcast and then tells you things that she's heard for you to try. Do you listen as well? Um, I listen sometimes, but my mom really listens the most. Gotcha. And how does that go when she comes to you and says, Hey, I have this new thing I want you to try. Do you, 
Do you want to try? So um, we listened to one, and it was it was um, you talking to another boy, and he, he said that um, you he ate cereal and other things by um, waking up, covering, then going in the shower, and that really helped him with his insulin. So we tried that, and um, and we couldn't really tell the difference, but it worked just a little bit. But it was true, and we really liked it, so we wanted to give it a try. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think things work differently for everybody. You know, so something that worked for him might not work for you, and and you know, vice vice versa. So that's no big deal. So you said you're eating cereal now, and you're keeping your spikes down, and you wanted to tell me about how that's happening. So tell me a little bit about. Yeah. So um, I wake up and I give myself. Um, I give myself insulin, like, so my ratio is um, 1 to 30, and so I give myself uh, 3 units, which is 90 carbs, and my basal is also very high, and if if I was pretty high overnight, I might hop in the shower, but then after that, I'd get changed and um, changed and get my shoes and socks on, get ready for the day or, or school, whatever I'm about to do. Right. Um, and then after that, I eat, and after, and then we go to school. But I eat, eat, and sometimes I go up a little. But then it works. It works. Um, it, it goes, it goes up to like maybe one, one, like top one eighty. But it, it's, it's, it's the best system that we've tried so far, and cool. it's pretty. It, it helps us a lot. That's excellent. So tell me something. When you put that those three units in. How lo- how long between when you put the three units in and when you start eating the cereal is it? It would take like um, maybe fifteen minutes. Uh, but right now, I feel like my body it feels like it's kind of fa- it's 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 getting faster. Like um, you think the insulin's um, starting to work more quickly than it has in the past? Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Is that? So let me ask you this. How long have you been using an insulin pump? Um, how long have I been using insulin? Yeah. No, insulin pump. Oh, um, for about um, maybe like a year. Okay. So pretty much the whole time you've had diabetes, you've had a pump? Um, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty much the whole time. Okay. We right. haven't really changed or anything like that. Gotcha. Okay. Are you getting out, are you getting out of the car going somewhere else now? No, I'm low right now, so I'm trying to find a juice box. Take your time. What's your blood sugar? Oh, I'm like 71. Okay. And when's the last time you had insulin? Um, I gave myself insulin because I was going a little high. So are you, was, are you 71 and like, is your blood sugar falling right now or is it stable at it's 71? It's stable. So I just want to give myself just a little bit. How do you feel at 70? I feel a little weird, uh, a little hot, like getting hot, mm-hmm. but... I don't feel I don't feel really weird, but when it gets really low, I feel it. Yeah, no kidding. So now, will you drink the whole juice box or just half of it, or what will you try here? Uh, half of it. Yeah. So, what's your goal to get your blood sugar back to where? Um, maybe like one of five. Cool. Take your time. Drink up. What what flavor is the juice? Yeah. Oh, um, Pacific Cola. Pacific Cola. Um, but cherry is my favorite. <laughs> Arden has one that she doesn't like, but I switch it back and forth just so she doesn't get sick of the one she does like. And 
when yeah. she's sleeping, if she if she has to drink it while she's sleeping, she makes a face even in her sleep uh, for the flavor, <laughs> for the flavor she doesn't like as much. Yeah, sometimes when my mom wakes me up to um, so maybe give myself a juke juice, I, I'll like, I'll talk, I'll be like, oh, what, what, what? <laughs> Art, yeah. so you take the juice box to Arden while she's sleeping, and touch the straw to her lip, and she knows it's there, and then she just opens her mouth and drinks, and she never wakes yeah. up. But my mom tells me that's the same exact thing I do. Are you all right to keep going or do you want to take a minute? Oh, yeah. No, we can go right you, now. But I, okay. I just already had it. No, cool. So you're, why are you in the car? Where are you going or coming from? So I just came from uh, the endocrinologist. Sorry, I can't say it. Well, I'll say it with you. Ready? It's endocrinologist. See, you got it. All right. Okay. So you went in to do your, this is your like quarterly checkup. Like you go like every few months. Um, yeah, we were going to get blood drawn, but, um, we had, we had to skip it. Listen, you were probably thrilled about that, right? Yes. I was so happy. (laughs) Nobody wants to give blood for any reason. No. I hear you. So, uh, what did you find out at the, uh, at the appointment? Um, we found out, um, we found out an A1C, we just, um, we, we got stuff rescheduled, um, and prescriptions. You got new prescriptions? Yeah. You went to visit the prescription and A1C lady? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I, I think we're going to get a touch, a, a new touch, uh, Omnipod with touch screen. Oh, you're going to get the dash? Yeah. I'm really happy about that. That's so cool. I used one a couple weeks ago and they're really neat. Really? Yeah, you're gonna like it. I have to wait just like everybody else. Though. I have to wait till my insurance is uh, um, yeah. will cover. But that's really cool. You're gonna like it. It's it's uh, it's a different experience than using that other one. So okay, so you got a six A one C, which is probably thrilling. I would be amazingly happy to see a six. My mom, my mom, my mom, my mom kind of likes it. Oh yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, but what, what did you want it to be lower? Yeah, just a little. You, but you know, there's not a real big difference between like five, seven, and six, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that whether you're five, seven, six, you know, or in any tight kind of space like that, you have to realize that it's not about the number as much as it is about knowing that what you're doing is working. Mm-hmm. So the ideas that you're following and you know the steps you're taking are keeping your blood sugar in a place where your A1C stays under six and you're not going over 180 very frequently. Do you get low very often? Like under 60? Um, not, not that frequently, but this morning I was pretty low. I like had two airs going down and I got in the LOWs, but, um, we got back up. I, the funny thing it was, is that I put the milk in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> so you were yeah. so low that you tried to put the milk in the refrigerator and you just put it in the pantry instead. Do you remember what being that low felt like? Um, kind of. It feels, I mean, I, I, um, I was, uh, I feel, um, I feel like shaky and a little like lightheaded confusion, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Um, and, um, just like you, you just kind of just like, you don't really know where you are. I mean, you feel like your head's in a different position and like a different place, I got you. but you, you just can't really tell. It's, it's really hard to tell. Like people ask me, Hey, what does low feel like? I tell them, I tell them, I tell them that it's not the best feeling and 
you can't you can't control you can't really control yourself but you you feel you feel you feel you feel normal but like you feel like you're in a different you feel like you're in a different universe like you feel like you're floating in space but like your organs and organisms are in different places of your body I understand. I mean, I don't understand. It's never happened to me, but I understand your 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 explanation. That's a pretty clear explanation. So, um, you don't get low like that very often. What do you think happened this morning that got you low like that? Cereal. We. I waited a lot. Oh, uh, so you waited too long on your pre bolus, yeah. and then yeah. the cereal couldn't catch up with the insulin. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How long did you end up waiting? That was too long. Um, I ended up. I think I might have ended up like thirty minutes. Something like that. Yeah, that's a long time. Because there's that moment, Tommy, where it starts to fall, like, and you have to realize that 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 CGM is not showing you exactly what's happening in the moment. It's a little behind, right? So when you start feeling, when you start seeing that like drifting down, and even if you don't get a diagonal arrow down, even if the number's moving down, mm-hmm. then your insulin's active and it's it's working, mm-hmm. and that's probably a pretty safe place to start eating that. Yeah. So, well, now you know, right? 30 minutes is too mm-hmm. long. Okay. Well, you won't make that mistake again. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> what kind of cereal, by the way? Oh, um, I, my, my brother likes Lucky Charms. Um, I kind of like Rice Krispies, but I'm pretty sure it it was uh, Cheerios. Cheerios? That, see, the, mm-hmm. and those those hit you hard, right? They they If you don't do yeah. it right, they'll really send your blood sugar up. Let me tell you about cereal for a second time. Nowadays, it's not like it was when I was a young man your age. They used to have real sugar in it. Like it was just like, you know, it wasn't like all chemically and weird. Stuff was so sugary. My favorites included back then Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops. Yeah. Right? Have you ever had a Fruit Loop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't taste anything now like they used to. And my absolute favorite, Fruity Pebbles. Oh, Fruity Pebbles is amazing. I love Fruity Pebbles. I'm going to tell you if I could put you in a time machine, take you back 20 years. Wait a minute. Let me do the math again. That would make me 27. I don't mean 20. Oh, my God, Tommy. I think what I mean is if I could put you in a time machine and take you back 40 years. Oh, my God. I'm so old, Tommy. Um, um, your, your Fruity Pebbles would have been a different experience for you. They were just magical. Magical, I'm telling you. Okay. So now they're just not the same. Food's different now. GMOs. We're killing the farmers. That's all, Tommy. Let's get past that. Now, what what are you using for a pump? Uh, uh, using for my pump? Yeah, which which pump do you have? Oh, I have the Omnipod. The um, I'm yeah. confused. No, no, don't be confused. <laughs> you're confused because you're lower because of my question wasn't ordered well. Uh, I think your question wasn't ordered well. I think so too, Tommy, because I already knew you had an Omnipod because you said you were thinking of getting a Dash. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So my question have... should have been, what made you pick the Omnipod when you chose? Oh, um... I just didn't really like giving myself shots that often. Um, I didn't like um, just like I just I kind of like I kind of like giving my sh- like I saw that the Omnipod would just like give you insulin, which was like wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like a shot, and then you're ready for three days. But um, instead of shot, 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 shot over constantly, um, I like I just. I, it just seemed cool to me, so I wanted to try it out. Good for you. And did you get a CGM at a similar time, a Dexcom? Um, yes. I think I got it maybe before. The pump? Uh, no, I got 
I got the um I got the um CGM before before the pump. Okay, and, and so did you have the G six always, or did you have the G five? I I had the G five, and now I have the G six. Nice. Do you like it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's think about this. Eleven years old puts you in. Let me do the math real quick. Are you in seventh grade? Um, I got held back, so right now I'm in fifth grade. So I would be in sixth grade. So I should have guessed sixth, but you're in fifth. Okay, so you're in fifth grade. Um, how do you find school and diabetes together? Like, how do you manage it? Do you go to the nurse's office? Do you stuff with your mom? Like, how do you handle it? My name is Elizabeth, and at 10 years old, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Shortly after, inspired by my middle school dance class, I came up with the idea to host a show to raise funds and spread awareness about diabetes. And Dancing for Diabetes started and has grown ever since. When you're done here today, please visit dancingfordiabetes.com. That's dancing, the number four, diabetes.com. My hope for all the kids and teens in our dance program is that their type 1 diabetes will never get in their way. It will never stop them from achieving any goals or dreams that they have and that they will feel empowered by their type 1 diabetes to do more, to do better, and to do well for everyone, including themselves. On the night of the show, I want people to know that diabetes doesn't define you. I want people to be inspired, and if they even have type 1, that they're not alone, and that we can do anything we put our hearts to. Like, how do you manage it? Do you go to the nurse's office? Do you stuff with your mom? Like, how do you handle it? At my school, um, surprised where we live, we live way out in the country. So we live pretty far out and I go to a private school. Like, there's no nurse's office. So when I get low, I would tell my teacher and have a juice box. Mm -hmm. But if I get like really low, I'd tell my teacher and I'd sit down or something like that. But there's no nurse's office. So that means like I can't, I just do it on my own. I don't have. I mean, except for my teacher. She's just there to make sure I don't pass out and start having a teacher. Do you have a phone? Yes. Yes, sir. I do have a phone. Do you ever communicate with your mom during these times? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it seems weird to take out your phone during class and just start texting your mom. So I got, uh, we got, um, recently just got an Apple watch. So, um, I, uh, I would just, uh, go on my Apple watch and text my mom. Um, like, Hey, I'm low. Um, I took a juice box and blah, blah, blah. So she didn't get scared or nervous. Cool. That's really good. Uh, yeah. And by the way, I mean, I know you don't want to take your phone out in class a lot and you probably, you know, you shouldn't always have it out, but if you need it for your diabetes stuff, don't feel weird about that. That's just, that's what it's for, you know? So now listen, you said you live out in the country. How far out in the country? Like if you needed an ambulance, would a cow come get you or would it be a car? Or how would it be? Like, where, where are you? Um, so... We recently just moved. We lived. We lived like on a farm, kind of. We we lived. We lived on thirty acres, and then like a uh, hundred acres was private land. So I just ride my dirt bike, to, to, like the round. Um. So we had chickens and stuff like that. Um. And then now we uh, now we moved to a place that's like fifteen acres and like one hundred and fifty acres private land. Um. 
So it's not a lot of land, but it's like they live like so if you pull up a map of Charl uh South Carolina, Charleston, mm-hmm. you would see Charleston and then you'd see James Island and then there's this tiny island across that's called Watamaw. Watamaw is a hard word to say, but it sounds like it sounds like a uh, watermelon. Um <laughs> so we live kind of far out on Watermaw and so um we like it would be a 30 minute drive or a 25 minute drive to school um and then to the nearest hospital it would be maybe an hour okay how do you spell the island's name uh w a w a d m a l a w i found it i'm looking on a map right now cuz i want to see what you're talking about yeah oh that's cool yeah, so it's it's just this tiny island. It would take me eleven hours and fifteen minutes to drive to you. <laughs> just, wow! Just, and so you're really close to the water too. Do you go to the beach a lot? No, well, there's not really a beach, but um, we live on the water. So um, we live in a place that. So like like it's an inlet, like a like water that leads yeah. out to the ocean. Yeah, so we had our front yard, and then there's this just big draw. There's kind of not a big drop, but like maybe a um five five foot drop um down to the water, the water. and then there's just trees hanging over the water, which is pretty cool. There's a lot of green around where you just told me. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Look, that's cool. So you today, so I have to ask you something, Tommy, because this sounds crazy, and you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. But you're 11 years old, and you sound incredibly smart and you're doing such a good job with your with your diabetes and talking to me that i can't imagine that you got held back in school did you i've sorry um i've i've dyslexia i have um so i just don't it so dyslexia is like something with words so i um so say you guys hear were like people without diabetes i mean no it's so because it's Two D words. Um, <laughs> it's okay, don't worry. That was good. Dys- dyslexia. Um, there. So you'd you'd be like, oh, my teacher just taught me how to spell, um, cow. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, C A W, C A C C O W. I got you. So it's just so you just needed. So you just needed like a little more time. Like you didn't get held back. Like you couldn't. You couldn't yeah. add or subtract or figure out who Magellan yeah. was. You were just, you need a little more time to, to, to do what you needed to do. Mm-hmm. That's understandable, man. It really isn't. How are things going with that? Um, it's, it's honestly really difficult. It's not really difficult, but it's like difficult because I, sometimes I forget how to spell, um, like where, or when I, yeah, when I text someone, I always say, um, like, um, like, Ben, B-E-N, mm-hmm. I don't spell B-E-E-N. Gotcha. Listen, so, I, I'm 47, and I misspell about 20 words like that all the time. So uh, I won't even embarrass myself with the amount of words I can't spell. Um, I think you're doing great. Can I ask you a question? And if it's a weird question and you don't like it, you don't have to answer it, okay? Yeah. But if I, if you were walking out on that beach, right, you followed the water down to the ocean, you went to the beach, you found a bottle on the beach, you rubbed it, and a genie popped out of it. And he said, Tommy, I can take away your diabetes or your dyslexia. 
Which one would you pick? I'd pick my diabetes. Okay. Can you tell me why? Um, diabetes is a whole nother thing from dyslexia. Diabetes, you have a risk of, um, like dying. Mm -hmm. Um, dyslexia, it's just like, I mean, it's like you can't spell a word. No biggie, but like. (laughs) I hear what you're saying. You'd like to be alive and not be able to spell before being dead and be able to spell. Mm -hmm. I got you, Mm -hmm. man. I think that's a quality answer. Very nice. I just was very interested in in what you might say there. That's that's really cool. All right. So, seriously, you're you're on your way back from the endocrinologist right now recording a podcast about having diabetes. Yep. (laughs) Just making a day of it, aren't you? Yeah, I got to skip school, so I'm happy. (laughs) Hey, I'm with you. I, I, I won't even share with you how many days my senior year of high school I missed because it's embarrassing and I think people would stop listening to the podcast if they knew. But uh, I like having a day off too. How's the weather there? I'm just going to open up Arden's Dexcom follow app here to see what her blood sugar is. I'm going to pull up the six-hour view. Last six hours. Arden's blood sugar is 93 right now and it's stable. She got home a little early from school today. It's uh, end of the year. They have half days. But she's still been studying for tests and doing homework. Around 4 o'clock, her blood sugar tried to get over 120, and we we pushed it back down. And just prior to dinner at 6 p.m., it was 85. Now, Arden's blood sugar has not been over 120 or under about 90 in the two hours since dinner. What do we have for dinner tonight? Turkey breast, carrots, broccoli, mashed potatoes. Somewhere this afternoon, Arden had some snacks. I honestly don't remember what they were. But the information coming back from the Dexcom allowed us to make timely pre-boluses and adjustments to Arden's blood sugar when necessary. So that heading into mealtimes, her blood sugar was where we expected it to be, and it made it easy to give her insulin for those meals. Now as the evening progresses, her blood sugar settling in nicely and getting ready for bed. Now with the Dexcom G6, If her blood sugar tries to, you know, get away from us here as bedtime comes, we'll be able to make some nice adjustments to get her back into range. Before needing food or something like that, like say she's drifting down a little bit, you know, we might trim back her basal insulin a little bit and get it to come back up again. I don't like Arden to have to eat things that she doesn't want to just because her blood sugar is going low. And with Dexcom, we can make decisions that'll stop that from happening. You can use the Dexcom link at juiceboxpodcast.com or, of course, right there in your podcast player. Or you can just go to dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. No matter how you get there, get there. These are our results and yours may vary, but I believe that this six-hour window is reflective of something that everyone can achieve, especially when you have the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor. It's actually really rainy today. But normally it's always sunny. Like I, um, my my gra- um, my grandparents uh, live in Minnesota, so it's like it's like um, it's rainy and some. But in the summertime, it's it's pretty pretty. I I, I really like it because of all the lakes. Um, I I kind of like the cold, which is weird to say. Um, but um, I just like how it snows there and. I'd like to move to Minnesota, honestly, but here it's just like really, really hot every single day. Like even in the winter, like the coldest it gets is like 40. I, I would like, like, do the bugs bother you after a while? The bugs would bother me. Uh, 
living here for um almost 12 years gets like not you like the bugs don't really bother you gotcha you get used to it but if you come here like straight away it's yeah you'd hate the bugs it gets like i'm a big animal person so i wouldn't kill a bug single bug you sound like my wife describing being married to me she's got used to it after a while so it doesn't bother as much anymore I understand what you're saying. Um, I'm looking right now. There are a lot of people listening to this podcast in Minnesota, and I know a few of them. So if you want to move Wait, is there, this live? No, 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 no. Oh. no we're recording it. Um, yeah. Not as many listeners in South Carolina as Minnesota. So if you move there, you'll find more podcast friends, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think – so, hey, are, you said your grandparents – so if your grandparents are in Minnesota and you're in South Carolina, who moved where? Did you guys move to South Carolina? <laughs> So, um, this is going to sound really boring, but my family, my whole family, like, is really interesting. So, my, my, my dad, like, way back, um, from my dad's parents, um, um, I forgot his name, but it's, like, Thomas or some, he came from Czech Republic. Okay. Um, to uh, here. And he, he, I'm pretty sure he can't, he got from, he came from Maryland and then he moved up. To um, to um, uh, Minnesota, and he started this thing called the Traxlers, and the Traxlers is a huge hunting company, huge hunting company. I love hunting. Right. Like, my dad asked me to go hunting. I wouldn't. I I'd say yes. Right away. Um. So, um. So then from there, um, or one of the girls married a guy, and his name was Topka. And that's my last name. So, um, that, then that, that was my great grandma, great, great grandma, great, uh, grandma. Uh, I mean, well, they came from my dad. Then uh, I'm, well, my dad, my great grandfather, great grandfather, great grandfather, all those other things. Mm -hmm. And then my parents ended up moving there and they came up with a banking company and a bunch of other companies. Okay. Um, and so, then my grandfather, his name is Thomas Taka, like my name, mm -hmm. um, and he he is an investor, and he invests in other things, uh, like thing, companies, like a real estate investor. Yeah. And then he passed that on to my dad, which my dad is now a real estate investor, and he invests in houses and, like, companies and buildings and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Tommy. Um, you said this was going to be boring, but then you said it was going to be interesting. I think you were right when you said it was interesting. So your family immigrated up North from the Czech, uh, from the Czech Republic, I guess is the right yeah, way to say on it. On my right? dad's side. Right. And yeah, you know, on my dad's side. Did you hear like at the end of last year, we had an episode with uh, Elena and she's from the Czech Republic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. She was on, she has type one too. Wow. So, um, so you're okay. So you're, so you guys moved down there. I get this. Let me ask you uh, some other more like child-friendly questions. Uh, what's the last movie you saw, and what movie are you, are you excited to see? Uh, last movie I saw was maybe the Spider-Man movie. Mm. The, the Spider-Verse? Spider yeah, that's, they, they've really changed it up. Tommy, I love that movie. You and I now have something we can definitely talk about here. Hold on a second. So um, they So they kind of followed the like different like comic book things. So my son didn't like some of the things that I thought were really great. So it was really weird. And you found it strange? 
Yeah, they had Spider-Man having electrical shooting webs and um, also invisible powers, which the original Spider-Man just had a just had like able to shoot webs, and that's that. Like I was totally fine with that. But a spider that can shoot electrical webs and go invisible, just like, but why? It was too much for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How about when they like? Did you notice? The colors in the movie sometimes separated from each other. Do you know hmm. why they did that? No, I didn't really. Did you notice it or no? Oh, yeah, I noticed okay. that, but I didn't really. Do you want to know? I'll tell you why. Yeah, I want to know. All right, Tommy. So back when they used to make comic books a long time ago, the printing presses weren't really as good as they are now. The idea of printing wasn't good. So sometimes, you know how they print, like they lay colors over top of colors, how a printing press works till you get to the color at once. So sometimes you... Yes. Right, so like old um, inkjet printers still do that. Like they lay down the yellow and the black and like all these colors, and then you're like, "Wow, it's purple." So, what would happen was while they were doing that printing process on the comic books, the books would move. So you'd see like the bands of other colors like bleeding out from the actual color. So they, oh, wow. yeah, so they reproduce that in the movie on purpose to give it like a comic book feeling sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that neat? There's yeah. A, there's a lot of cool stuff in that in that movie actually. Right now, I'm taking a huge animation class, um, and well, not right now. I just finished it, and I I became like I was I was pretty good in it. And my teacher, like, I was not not to like brag or anything, but I was like a straight A student in that class. Cool. And what kind of animation? Are, do you is that something you might be interested in doing when you get older? Yeah, maybe. How do you? Are you uh, good? Can you draw? Or like, my Arden likes designing so, clothes, but she can't draw. <laughs> So there's there's um there's traditional animation which is like the um flip books and stuff like that. And then there's uh computer animation which is like the ones that they're doing right now um with um like with like on computers like it explains itself. Yeah. And then there's um claymation which um I studied in a lot and you make um, you make these figures out of clay and you take a picture then you move them then you take a picture. It's a long process but when it ends up, when it ends up, um, it looks really cool. And then you can also add green screens and music and stuff like that to the um, videos, which was really interesting to me. No kidding. So do you what do you have a favorite um, uh, claymation movie? Um, Chicken Run is claymation, which is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. one of the most recent. Um, I bet I bet um, your kids have seen that. They, um, they have. Trust me, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but there's not claymation. I don't know. It's I. I wouldn't like to say it's dying, but there's just not a lot happening anymore. But the most popular one is um, computer animation, obviously. Yeah. Well, there's a company that's still making movies like the ones you're yeah. talking about. Um, maybe you've seen some of them. So, have you seen uh, Kubu and the Two Strings? Yeah, that one's really good. I've Isn't seen that, that great? One. Right? I really enjoyed okay. that one. Mm-hmm. And what else? That company I, made uh, Paranorman. I've never seen that one. And also, um, this is Halloween. Like, I, I, for Halloween is one. Uh, are you talking about um, yeah, the Nightmare that. Before Christmas? Yeah, that one. Isn't that uh, great? I just, yeah. I just saw the Nightmare Before Christmas back at the holidays, um, <laughs> in a theater, and instead of the music. So the uh, so the the dialogue from the movie came from the projector, 
but all of the music was done by a live orchestra. Yeah, I heard that. It was and then really cool. Yeah, that's that's what they used to do in the olden days. They used to um it, it was always um it was always they'd make their claymations and then they'd do a live or- orchestra yep. and um add it to the background of the movie. Isn't that cool? And I got to watch real- it happen live. Like so it was really cool. Yeah. So there's a new one coming out soon. Um but Paranorman is Kelly's favorite. My wife um, mm-hmm. loves loves Paranorman from that that um, production company. What is it called? Lock. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the production company. Uh, I'll think of it in a second. Um, yeah. but, but they have just they they really it's Laika like L A I K A. So they have a new mm-hmm. they have a new movie coming out soon um, with Hugh Jackman called Missing Link. Um, but my wife loves Paranorman and Coraline. Did you ever see Coraline? Oh, yeah, Coraline. I was just about to say that. Right, isn't that cool? Now, you know which one I, I saw in the theater but didn't like, but I want to go back and try it again because I'm not sure if I was in a bad mood that day. But have you seen The Box Trolls? Oh, yeah, that one. That one. I, Did you like it? It was, a, it was a good movie, but it was just like, it was weird to come up with that theme of them making little kids out of box trolls and stuff like that. Yeah. I wasn't sure where I stood on that one. I'm going to watch it one more time to know, but I'm going to tell you right now that I think that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was one of the best movies I saw last year. Yeah. That's what everyone says. It was really good. So I've already seen it a couple of times. Like I watch it up in the corner of my computer when I'm editing the podcast and stuff like that. So (laughs) I really do like it. Uh, okay. So we've covered movies. That's pretty cool. And you, you like animation. Are you thinking about doing this? I mean, I know you're young. It's weird to ask you when you're 11, what you want to do when you grow up, but is that something you really think about? Um, maybe I, right now I don't really know. No, you can always invest in real estate. sounds like that's, uh, working out for people. Uh Is that boring? Do you think? Um, yeah, I think it's, (laughs) well, it's paying the bills though, right? You've got like shoes and a car and stuff. So it must be working out pretty well. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, who? So th- I guess your dad does that, but who has more involvement with your diabetes with you? Is it your mom? It's my mom. Definitely my mom. How does that work out? Like, how, how many times in a day do you actually go up to her and say, hey, I need help with this? Um, most likely, probably once, but I don't really... I. It's always her. It's always her. Tommy, do you have this? Oh, okay, Tommy. You okay? MyOmnipod.com forward slash juice box. That's where you're going to go to find out about the insult pump that Arden has been wearing for over a decade. The Omnipod. When you get to the link, you're going to ask for a pod experience kit. You're going to get a peck. You fill out a little bit of information. They're going to send you an absolutely free demonstration pod that you can wear at home. And really, that's the best way you're going to be able to tell what you think of the Omnipod. You're going to be able to see it, hold it in your hands, and wear it. You'll be able to put it on your child, take a moment to step back and say, you know what, this isn't bad. I was scared to put something on them maybe with, you know, tubes and all this stuff attached to them, but the Omnipod's not like that. It's tubeless. It's worth a try. Take a look. MyOmnipod.com forward slash juice box. I cannot... I just can't. I don't know how to say it enough. The Omnipod is a staple in our life. Every day, for over a decade, Arden's been wearing an Omnipod. This pump offers freedom in so many different ways. The freedom to 
adjust your basal rates up and down, to extend out your boluses, to bathe without disconnecting. These things are possibly something that if you don't have the Omnipod, you can't imagine, but they're wonderful. They're life-changing. They allow adjustments that just make all of the difference. And if you're skeptical because you're thinking, yeah, I mean, Scott, you're being paid to say this. Okay, fair enough. But you can still get the demo for free and decide for yourself. MyOmnipod.com forward slash juice box. Give it a try today. There is nothing to lose. There's 100% no obligation. It's always her. Tommy, do you have this? Oh, okay, Tommy. You okay? She's worried about you. Yeah, she, well, it's a, you said earlier, right? It's, it's something you probably should worry about a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's nice. To, uh, listen, trust me on this, Tommy. You would rather have your mom be involved with this than not be involved with it. So mm-hmm. yeah. do you do you tell her sometimes like, hey, I I don't, yeah. I, I, I got it here. I'm okay. Or um, I I I usually I I don't I don't really want to say that because I I know that if I if I say that I might hurt her feelings or something like that. But I always need her help. There's nothing I can't do without her help. So she's always out. She's always looking up to me. I mean, well, she's not looking up to me, but I'm always looking up to her. And she's always very helpful and kind about my diabetes. And she doesn't give me any things that stress me out, which is, that, that's what I love about her. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's exactly what she should be doing. She's letting you figure it out and helping you when you need help. I think that's really cool. It really is. And, and she gives you a lot of trust, which I bet you mm-hmm. is nice, right? Mm-hmm. She yeah. does. Yeah, good for you. That's very cool. Um, I I can't tell you that I, I hear stories about other people and some of their stories aren't as good as yours. So there's plenty of people listening who are older now and they'll think, well, I wish my mom was more involved when I was younger um, or gave yeah. me some space when I needed space and everything. And I think that's really amazing that you're so involved in it. Can I ask you, do you ever get sad about having diabetes? Sometimes. I There's always ups and downs to having diabetes. There's always something that will pull you down. There's always something that will just let you up a little bit. There's always someone out there that will be like, Hey, you got this. You, you can get through this, but diabetes can be tough for some people. And diabetes can just, I mean, the thing I try to do is just, I, you have to always remember about diabetes because it's life or death situation, but diabetes, I just, if I could, I'd just be like, Hey, just leave me alone just bye but right now right now there is some there's some things that are i don't like about diabetes which is like you have to keep yourself shots you have to worry about it's just sometimes it's not the best but diabetes just diabetes you can get through it Right. i hear what you're saying so it kind of is what it is there's not a lot you can do about it sometimes stuff happens they you know kind of lifts you up and sometimes there's stuff that knocks you down but you know you can do it so you just sort of keep going right mm-hmm. yeah that's excellent man that really is that is an absolutely great attitude to have because it isn't going to be wonderful every day and there are going to be days that are harder than others but that's your situation and you need to make the best of it because it's not going to change right like it's not like mm-hmm. you can't wish it away right there is no real genie on the beach that's going to come by and ask you if you want to get rid of it you know, yeah. so you just, you just do the best you can. It sounds like you're doing really fantastic. I mean, I'm completely impressed with your A1Cs and your variability. It's, it's stunning. I mean, you're 11, you've only had it for a year. You're really, you're doing a great job. What, 
if um if I asked you to give other people advice about how to keep their blood sugars, you know, where they want them to be, what do you think the the most um the most best I almost said? Say, Tommy, I'm trying what what do you think the best advice would be? So I hear what you're saying, but first of all, I I um I always I always 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 I'm trying to get the word out there and I'm trying I'm trying so hard to um help people with newly diagnosed diabetes mm-hmm. just like just giving them advice and stuff like that so this is a perfect question to ask me cool um like like so if you newly just got diagnosed with diabetes there's there's no there's no wrong answer to diabetes like if diabetes if if you think diabetes is the worst thing that could ever happen to you it's it's really not there's diabetes is just another one of those things that it's just like it's bad it's not that bad but you can push through it and you can always stay active with your diabetes and give yourself give yourself the ups and downs like what i said and like what i said like you can always you can always just be the happiest about diabetes but then there's sometimes that you can be Diabetes is the worst. I hate diabetes. Nothing else is going to happen better to me. But you know what? That could be true. And But then the other thing you just said, diabetes is the best. Could be true, too. Mm-hmm. There's no strong answer to diabetes. So what's one good thing that's happened to you because of it? I mean, a lot. you get, you get a lot of attention. You get a lot of attention. And then you also, some things, like you get... Like right now, I'm skipping school because I get to do diabetes. Um, and then you get juice boxes, like sugar when you're low. Like, um, and then I I recently just had my diversary. Um, a, a diversary is your like when you got when you just got born. Like it's like a happy birthday, but for diabetes. Okay. Um, and then um. So, like, I recently just had it, and it's like a second birthday. So, you get two birthdays in one year. Congratulations. So, Tommy, you're telling me that I get, if I have diabetes, the way I could be thinking about it is I get an extra birthday every year. I get to skip days of work or school to go to the doctor, right? People, mm-hmm. like, are around me and care. I can tell people care for me, and I, I see the love that other people have for me that I might not get to see in other situations. And I get snacks. Yeah. Well, you've made it sound pretty good. You really have. And and tell people that it's not as bad as it seems and you know, you just have to you just have to keep going. I hear that. Okay. Yeah. So where do you try to help people? You said it's important for you to try to help people and that you're trying really hard. Where do you do that? I recently just started a social media page on Instagram and I'm almost to a hundred followers in like a, a less than a week, which is amazing. I, I didn't I didn't realize that I'd get this much. Um, and so I reach out to people with type one diabetes saying, I have it actually right here. So I say, um, I said, Hey, I'm a diabetic with the dream, blah, blah, blah. Here, let me pull it up right here. I say, um, Hey, so I'm a diabetic with the dream. I, I dream that one day, one day diabetes will be no more. So I, I reach out to people saying, Saying I I asked them for a photo um, with their uh, and also with their glucose monitor and pump 
and uh, stuff like that. And then what, what's your A1C and um, like when did you get diagnosed? Um, how long have you had diabetes for? And then if you um, here, I'll tell you what my Instagram page is. It's P, P1D, all lowercase, underscore power. Um, right now we're in at seven, uh, 97 followers. And I post things. My most recent post is of this boy of this boy um named dalton um and he he is he's age seven he was diagnosed of at 20 months old um on 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 the 20 22nd of april um um it, it will be six years now um and he he has a pump in gmc i mean cgm and he's been very confident with his type 1 diabetes. So I make people without type 1 diabetes more, um, like, have more aware, awareness what type 1 diabetes is. So um, so we can get the word out there that type B, type 1 diabetes isn't just a disease. It's, like, a cool thing that other people have that that's amazing. And you should, you should, like, you should tell people about it. Tommy, I'm looking at your page now. So you... Um... So I see what you're doing. You're having you're having other people with type one kind of share their pictures on your page, and you're telling their story and everything, and just trying to raise awareness for all these people. Is this you in the picture at the waterfall? At the waterfall, yes, that is me, like a year ago. Like a year ago, see, yeah, I got you. All right, so listen, I want everyone listening who's on Instagram, please go check out Tommy on Instagram. He's t one d underscore power, and uh, give him a give him a follow. Say hello. We're at 98 followers right now. So, Very nice. yeah. Good for you, man. Don't that's really cool. That. I got to tell you, that stuff takes a long time to build up if you do it the right way. And um, it means more if you if you do it the right way. You don't, like, just yeah. you know, try to get, like, clicks and likes out of, you know, anything you can. But, but you're really trying to do something, and I think that will, that will end up working out for you. It really will. And I'm going to uh, – I'll share your I'll share your stuff on my um on mine as well. I'm not the greatest at social media. I'm a little better at this podcast than I am at social media. No, you're doing great. You think um, so? well, hold on a second, Tommy. Yeah. I'm getting a phone call for some reason that I have to shoo away, and I have no idea why it's coming through my phone and in my headphones. That sucks. Um, I I appreciate that. I um I I appreciate that very much. I'm trying really hard to do just like what you're talking about. Like I feel like I've uh, found some ideas that would help people keep their blood sugar in um, in the range that they're hoping for. Give them some freedom that they might feel like they don't have, and I'm doing my best to spread the word about it. So, I, I really appreciate what yeah. you're doing. I know how hard it is. Yeah, and I I really appreciate what you are doing too um, with the um, with the, the podcast and social media. Um, it's just it brought my hopes up like a hundred percent like i feel great with diabetes a lot because uh, because of what you did and i really appreciate how how you've handled like with your podcast and social media thank you that is really kind of you i i, I think that's uh it was very sweet of you to say thank you so much i uh i am um hoping that it continues to grow it really is and um and I'm hoping to reach more and more people. And, and, um, you know, I, I say sometimes I get nice notes from people about how well they're doing and they'll tell me that, you know, it has something to do with the podcast. And I just think that's amazing. I, I wish I could reach more people and, and I just keep trying. So I can tell you that this past month 
just ended. Um, March just ended. It was the most downloaded month in the history of the podcast. Just like the month before and the month before and the month before, I think I'm up to like 18 months in a row where each month does better than the last one. And um, this in March, I had, I think, 71% more downloads than I had in December. And the ones I had in December were pretty amazing. So it's it's really going well. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I bet your your Instagram page will take off like that as well. Thank you. Absolutely, man. All right, Tommy, I'm going to let you go because I you, you've got to get the rest of your day going here. You took off this whole day. You need to do something cool. Um, please thank your mom for letting you come on. Okay. And sure, I, I will. And I will let you know as soon as this is going to be on the podcast, okay? Okay. You can you can either DM me or Instagram me. Thank you so much. You no, I, I will. I absolutely will. It might, it might, take, a, it might take a couple months, but I, I absolutely okay. will have it on, okay? Okay. Awesome. Right, keep in touch, Tommy, all right? Okay, bye. Bye. What a nice kid. That's a first for us. Tommy having a conversation while riding in a car coming home from his endo appointment. It's about the most uh, diabetes meta thing you could imagine, right? On a diabetes podcast on your way home from your endo. Thank you so much to Tommy for being interested in being on the podcast and to his family for allowing him to come on. Please don't forget to check out his Instagram. Thank you also to Dexcom Omnipod and Dancing for Diabetes. You can go to dancing, the number four, diabetes.com, myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox or dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. If you can't remember any of that, those links are actually in your show notes right there in your podcast player or at juiceboxpodcast.com. Keep your eyes open. Later this week, we're going to start a little bonus episode. It'll just be a few minutes long. It'll be Jenny Smith and I defining simple diabetes terms. You'd be surprised how many times I get notes from people who ask me, what does basal mean? What's an extended bolus? I don't understand what ketones are. Somewhere here, I have a absolutely delightful note from someone who said, I was doing MDI for six months before I knew it was called MDI. So some diabetes definitions coming your way. You'll see them start appearing in your podcast feed this Friday, and they should go on every Friday, you know, till I run out of definitions. If you have a definition suggestion, send it to me any way you can. I don't care. Facebook, Instagram messaging, email through the blog, whatever you want to do. If you have a phrase or a word or diabetes idea that you'd like to find, send it in. Jenny and I will see what we can do.